0: stuff. It's okay, even if Raven yeah? moves, say, No, mother. you got Raven, so now it's Mama's turn. Mula Yeah, you got from basket After you got Raven, after you have Raven, it's Mama's turn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you got Raven, so after Raven, can Mama's turn? You have to play. You have to play like the rules, Mama. It's okay. So look. Raven is one, two, three. We only have 3 fruits. We'll we'll be able to do it. This one, this one. This has a cheating. I want to bloom it the fruit basket. Yeah, later you can have a chance to get Later you can have a chance to get the basket again. But I got Raven, so now it's my I turn. I Please give me a kiss. Asa, you don't like music do you? How annoying was that? Ooh, very, very annoying, right? Look, most of the time, Mufasa is not like that. He's actually a very, very nice person. He's actually very gentle, very loving, very cute, handsome, talented. I'm very, very proud to, to be his father, and I love him so, so very much. But I'm not gonna lie to you, when he become that self-centered and he has his moments of self-centeredness, it just drives me mad. You know, like, I want to eat this. <laughs> it's just like, oh, eat whatever I'm putting in front of you. I want this, I want that. And when he doesn't get what he wants, when he is, when he loses a game, he just got, I don't know man, it's, it's as if like, your know, horns just came out and he just transformed into a little demon. <laughs> no, I don't like Mufasa when he's is that self-centered. And here's the thing. I really have to, yeah, I really have to share this with you. Nobody likes someone who's self-centered, yeah? I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how, how amazing you are. Nobody, let me say this, and nobody likes somebody when they are being self-centered. And here's the thing though, it's not just about other people's perspective, right? It's not just about whether they're going to accept you or not because, you know, we're independent people. I mean, we live in a very, very independent world and I think it's kind of silly just to worry about how other people will perceive us and, you know, making that as a basis of how we're going to act in this world, but I'm just here to remind you all, I'm going to show you in the Word of God in in a very, very powerful letter that was written from prison that if you truly want to experience joy, you need to become less self-centered and become more God-centered and to become others-centered as well. walking Phyllis down the aisle was supposed to be the highlight of the wedding. And now the wedding has no highlight. I can't believe I pushed that, that guy's lazy ass around all day until he was ready to stand up and steal the show. That's... well, I got news for you, Albert. That's your real name. Show's not over. I'm sure by now you already know that the book of Philippians was written by the Apostle Paul when he was in prison in Rome. And guys, it's kind of funny because instead of Talking about his hardship, instead of talking about you know the things that happened to him and his plan as soon as he get out of there and you know all the curses that will happen to the people who 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 yell at him, persecuted him, throwing him in prison, all the lies that people said. Instead of being bitter, being angry, and vengeful about all those things, Paul was being very joyful at Writing a letter that is really really full of joy and it's very obvious from the first chapter all the way to the fourth chapter that that the reason that that Paul can have this kind of mindset this Paradigm this worldview in life this joyful, you know state of mind is because Number one, it's always about God. When it comes to Paul, it's always about what God has done through Jesus and also what he has experienced in Jesus' name, what he has managed to accomplish in the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. That's number one. Number two, and this is very, again, very, very weird because like I said, most of the time when you talk to somebody in prison, The conversation becomes like live in prison. Hey, are you okay? How are you doing? How are you adjusting? How's life over here? What are you gonna do when you come out of here? You know, of course, as the visitor, you want to know about the other person, you know, who's going through this difficult stuff. But again, Paul didn't mention that much about all these other things. In fact, it is very clear that it is about God and it's about the people in Philippi, the brothers and sisters that he is sending these letters to. Guys, it's very obvious, again, my joy, my happiness, my hope, my mind, you know, like everything in his life is is really miserable because he is making it about those guys who just met Jesus, who are being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, I was like, you know, I know my life is really miserable here, but when I look at you, what you are doing in Jesus' name, there is joy in my heart. Joy that nothing, this, this, you know, this jailers can ever take away from me, that this persecutors can ever take away from me, because you have found Jesus, because you are thriving in the kingdom of God. I have joy right here. I have pride right I hear not because of what I have done, but what Jesus has done in your lives. And this is what he said in the second chapter, because again, I really want you guys to understand. Huh, I mean, the fact that he just wrote a letter and it's not about him, but it's about the people who are out there, it's about his audience. That's already a great example, a great illustration about what humility and what joy in the kingdom is all about. But no, he didn't stop there, he actually wrote it down. And, and this is what we're going to learn today. Philippians chapter two. Let me read it for you guys, okay? Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Everybody write down right now. Yes, <laughs> okay? Then make me truly happy by sending me money. Nope. Then make me truly happy by talking about me and praying for me. Uh, No, by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose how do we do that well pay attention don't be selfish don't try to impress others be humble thinking of others better than yourself okay let me stop right now because i'm using the nlt translation but the original greek word is not better than yourself but more important than yourselves guys even though you're better, right? And sometimes you're better in life than somebody else, right? You got better grades, you have better access, you have better skills, talents, whatever. But even though you're the better person, the better athlete, the better student, you should still consider somebody else to be important as well, or even more important than you. You must have, ah, here's the thing. You know why I'm telling you all these things? Because of this you must have the same attitude that christ jesus had though he was god he didn't think of equality with god as something to cling to instead he gave up his divine privileges he took the humble because that word again position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form he humbled himself humble in obedience to god and died a criminal's death on a cross so what, what what paul is saying is this You know what, just like I'm in prison, even though I'm a good Pharisee, I'm a Roman citizen, I didn't break any law, but instead of being bitter, instead of plotting for vengeance, I'm writing about joy, I'm writing about You know my feelings, you know my my happiness knowing that you are doing what God wants you to do That's what's important and the reason I get to do this is because I'm just copying what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done from the get-go Even though He's divine, even though He's better than everything that has ever been created He didn't consider that to be His one true purpose in existence. Instead, he let go of that glory. He let go of that divine status. He came to this world to be with you, to be with me, so that he could not only save us, but love us as well. Nice, seriously. You know why we should love others? in a way that elevate others instead of elevating ourselves, that is, you know, the, the, the attention arrow is pointing outwards instead of inwards about me, 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 me. me, me. You, you know what? Because, you know, not only Paul, not because Paul wrote it, not because it's in the Ten Commandments or something, it's because this is what Jesus has done. But here's the thing. This is what Paul wants people to know. This is how he wants to encourage everybody because this is what happened. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and, and under the earth and every tongue declared that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Guys, here's the thing, you know what? I understand, it is necessary today to be on social media. It's necessary today to show people that you're doing work, that that you are happy, that you are doing great in life. It's kinda expected, (laughs) I know, I should do this more because I'm a pastor and people look up to me. It's kinda expected that you share what you're facing with the world today, but I'm just here to remind you that it's not about us it's not about us if if there's one thing that you learned today from our sermon this morning is that i want you to learn something obviously that jesus believed in that paul really feels strongly about and something that i had to learn you know a little bit later in life when i was you know, older than you guys, you know, the teenagers who are watching this. I don't know about the volunteers, maybe you guys are still in that same place, but I was a little bit older than you guys, and and I just learned in in a very powerful way that it's not about me. It's not about me. When good things happen, thank you, Jesus. It's not just because I'm smart, it's not just because my family knows this family, it's not just because my situation or context. Nah, sometimes it's just because God is opening ways. It's because somebody made a mistake. It's because, you know, it, it, it's because things happen. On the other hand, when I fail, when I, when I can do the things that people think I should be able to do easily, when, when I'm not meeting you know other people's expectation and my expectation, I still have joy in life because I don't go crazy thinking that everything's about me, 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 my failure, my lack of skills and on and on and on. No, it's not about me so guys here's what i want you guys to learn today it's not about you it's not about you it's not about you it's about jesus and it's about the people that jesus has surrounded us with now pronounce you man on wife. <laughs> <laughs> michael has so many pictures of his kids he had to get two phones with two numbers and he pays two bills. He's just so happy to have a family plan. You know, when people watch The Office, you know, they really, really enjoy looking at Jim and Pam, Angela and Dwight, you know, the love stories. But for me, The Office is always about the story of Michael Scott. And maybe because I'm a pastor, it's, for me, it's the transformation, the sanctification of Michael Scott. Because, you know, Michael Scott, very very self-centered if you watch him you know if you watch the series from the very beginning you know this guy he's not a bad person you know just like Mufasa he's actually talented he's smart he's not bad-looking but he is so awkward and so annoying and so unlovable because everything is about michael 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 he made a big deal about everything that happened in his life and everybody should pay attention of him everybody should remember his birthday he should have something to do with everybody's you know big moments in life Whew. nobody wants to be with that person and not only that as you notice you know michael himself when he was in that situation he was not happy and i just love that the series closed with, you know, Michael being a different person. The final episode, and I'm really sorry if I'm ruining this for people who haven't had a chance to watch it, because, well, you know what? It's been 10 years since the finale, I think. So come on, you know, spoilers, but whatever. Okay, and you know, at the end when when it was Dwight and Angela's wedding, and Michael show up, and he didn't make it about him. Instead, he was there for his friends. And even you know, as a father, something that is even better is just that you know, he, he had two phones. <laughs> I don't know, maybe he didn't know about Cloud or backing up at that time. But he had uh, one phone for a picture of one kid and then the other phone uh, picture, uh, you know, full of the picture of the other kid. You know, you can see that it's not about his career anymore. It's not about his advancement. It's not about his company car anymore. And it's definitely not about him feeling himself, making himself important. It's about the other people in his life. That is really, really attractive. And for me, that's why, you know, it's one of my favorite series ever, The Office. Guys, you can be that attractive. Seriously, you can be as attractive as that character when you also, just like what Paul asked us to do, just like what Jesus has done, when you can make it not about you, but about everybody else. And as, of course, as Christian, when, when we can make it about Jesus and his kingdom, and the people he has put around us, in our family, in our school, in our church as well. Because when it's not about you, and you start lifting people up, guess what? Just like he did it to Jesus, God will lift you up as well. And there's no place that you can take yourself higher than where God can take you. If you just would, lift each other up, instead of lifting yourself up. Now, Pastor Mario, okay, cool. We will not make everything about us anymore. So what do we have to do? How can we be more loving to others? How can we pay attention more to the people around us? Well, I'm gonna ask you to do something very simple today. I'm gonna ask you to ask questions. Yeah, ask the right questions to the people that you're gonna meet at school tomorrow. Well, pandemic, well, you figure it out, but just ask questions. Hey man. What do you think? Hey, does this bother you? If you have the say in this whole situation, what would you do? Have I been a jerk to you all this time? How would you feel if we switched places? You know, like just ask questions. Make. Be interested with other people and what they're doing. Don't just talk about your victory. Ask them about their victory. Don't just dump people all of your mess and your struggles in life. Lift them up, ask them like, hey, are you doing okay? Are you struggling right now? What about you? What about your family? You know, everybody, they get on social media and it's like, hey guys, look what I'm doing. Hey guys, this is what I'm facing right now. No, 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 you, you well obviously you cannot do this in social media, but you know, in social settings, you know, being a social human being, Why don't you just ask someone and say, hey man, what's up? How can I help you? Hey man, do you need help with these projects? Hey, do you know where you wanna go to school? I mean, what's going on? What's what's gonna happen in the next couple of years with you, man? Do you have a plan? Yeah, (laughs) too many times people make it about themselves, but not us. We want to have joy, and not just joy that this world has to offer, but what Jesus wants us to have, and that means, Doing what Jesus had done himself, sacrificing himself, humbling himself, letting go of all the great things to elevate others. And when he did that, God put him in the place of highest honor. You want to be like Jesus? Don't make it about you. You will find joy when you start appreciating the people that God has put around you. Ask them, ask them, ask them, ask them. And I I promise you, you will be a different person, a more attractive person, and the joy of the Holy Spirit will be with you wherever you go. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for not caring about your divine status. Instead, you came down here to be with us and to, to sacrifice on the cross for the sanctification and forgiveness of all mankind. Lord Jesus, we pray today, that we can be like that, that we will not just worry about what people think of us, don't not worry just about our future and our comfort, but instead we worry and we care and we elevate others in our life. Teach us to be more like you every single day. Let us ask questions and let us worry and care about others more than we worry and care about ourselves. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this sermon. Pastor Josh, thank you for inviting me. I hope you invite me more often. And seriously, seriously, open your phone, and start asking people how they're doing, ask about, for, about how they are and also their opinion, and see just you know what kind of joy you can have in life when it's not just about you. Thank you so much, peace.